0: because it just didn't pass the inspection we had to, we well had like to I had
1: no it. idea that I was authorizing a new one Mr. Stinson. The renovations have been a lot more expensive <laughs> I mean extensive than I was expecting well I,
0: I really don't know what to say Dr. Atwater. the house had to be brought up to date if only for your safety's sake yeah. <laughs> and you'll really appreciate the comfort and the convenience of the higher quality pieces we use. some of those fixtures were in such shabby order I, I says to myself. That doctor is a man of quality and deserves the best plumbing I can provide him. Yes, and how long will it take to fill this hole in the log? Oh, well, well, that'll be done by tomorrow. The work in the basement will be a bit longer. The basement? What's wrong with the basement? Well, a hundred years will do things to the seal on a basement. There's quite a bit of groundwater seeping up, and I knew that you would want... Uh, Hey, hey! please be
1: careful with those boxes. That's crystal you're handling. Ah, the peaceful stillness of a fallen maine. Justin, I didn't expect you till one o'clock.
2: It's 2.30, Richard, and I was going to apologize for being late. I see you have things under complete control as usual.
1: Yes. uh, Mr. Stinson, I'd like you to meet Justin Cardamon...
0: An old friend of mine. Justin, this is the contractor in charge of the renovations for the house. Uh, A pleasure. I I expect you two have some talking to do, so I'll see how they're doing on the tank. I would like to talk to you about the basement at some time, Doctor. Yes, uh, in a little bit. Uh, Tell me, have you eaten, Justin? No, sir, and I'm famished.
1: Well, let's go into town and get something, then. I need to get away from here for a while, anyway. Uh, Mr. Simpson, we'll be back in a little while. Try not to find anything else to fix until then. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the movers for you as well. Uh, thank you. Justin, All let's right, let's man. take your car, sure, Having a few problems with the old dream house? Nightmare house is more like it. How appropriate. <laughs> I suppose. Here's my car right here. Oh, oh, it's nice. Thank you. So, how was your trip up? Good. Good trip. Nice roads up here.
0: So what's the problem? You sounded like something really got under your skin on the phone.
1: At the sanitarium? I think a lot of things have really gotten underneath my skin. Since I arrived, well, it's nothing I can really put my finger on, but, well, little things just don't quite add up. Is it your patients? Yes, and the staff, too. Justin, I have some strong reasons to believe that there are some serious violations in the maximum security wings. And, well, certain patients have been able to escape.
2: There are some areas of the human mind, and indeed of the world we live in, that were never meant for investigation. There are always those who delve into the darker worlds of knowledge, and many pay with their sanity for their interest. Some of these unfortunates are taken in by the Hayward Foundation... An organization that studies paranormal experiences and their effects on humanity. It is cases such as these that are sent to a restored mansion in a small coastal town in Maine. A center for the care and study of the insane. Since the 1920's this place has been known as the Hayward Sanitarium. Boston should have been notified immediately, Richard.
1: Justin, you're not going to believe this, but the patients returned to the asylum and they aren't missed.
0: Now, Richard, that's a little hard to swallow. You I have mean, to
1: believe me, Justin. I was, I was called in to consult on this, this patient, Maria Casador. The Vermont vampire? Right. She has a delusion that she's being commanded by this vampiric father figure to kill people. Oh, I hope there's more to this. Well, she claims to have killed this man. He was an FBI agent. When I hypnotized her, she was so attentive to the detail of her description of the act that I, I was... I actually called a bureau. And? An agent was murdered, exactly how she described it to me. The autopsy revealed the victim bled to death from multiple stab wounds from the thin knife. Bled almost completely dry, Justin. And she's still in her room at the sanitaire? Yes. I ran across the name of her victim in a file of Dermot O'Brien's. Apparently they were contacts or they worked together or something. What's going on with the O'Brien case? I've lessened his medication significantly since my original assessment of the case. His improvement has been incredible. There are areas that are still difficult, and I'm, I'm taking it slow. But I'm reasonably sure that his brainwashing concerned much more than the capture of the cult. And the course of his treatment seems almost... no. wait, are you aware of how serious his implications are? Oh, yes, Justin, I am. I really am. God, this is the most intimidating place I've ever seen. Hayward sure had a love for Gothic architecture. <laughs> yes, a lot of the rooms still have their original furnishings. Left just as Catherine Hayward decorated them. Well, I bet the offices or something... How many rooms are there? I wouldn't know. Would you believe I haven't been in the mall yet? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Hold on, I have to check you in. Good afternoon, Charles. Dr. Adwater. I didn't expect to see you here today. Actually, I couldn't stand to watch the movers any longer. Uh, This is Dr. Justin Cardamon. He's with the Boston office. I've been Yes,
2: I think I have the temporary pass right... Uh, Yes, here it is. Just sign here, doctors.
1: Thank you, Charles. Good day,
2: gentlemen. Not a lot of security considering some of the patients that are standing here.
1: Well, it's more apparent downstairs in the wards. But don't be fooled, the guards are here. You just really never see them. Oh, and the grounds are patrolled by dogs at night. It's all very old fashioned. Easy out, I'm easy in. Justin. Oh, I'm sorry. The elevator's really something. Well, the late Mrs. Hayward had this one installed. She was confined to a wheelchair when she was older. The ones that go downstairs are a little bit more modern. Ah, here we are. My office is right down the hall here. I just wanted to pick up a few files and then we'll go grab a bite in town. You know, there really isn't a wide selection of places to go. It's either Italian or the local diner. There's a nice bed and breakfast. I stayed there until the house is ready. But Mrs. Delmore isn't really one for brunch. Are you going to introduce me to O'Brien? Oh, I uh, I have him scheduled for a physical tomorrow. You meet him then. I can't wait. Well, don't worry, he won't be bored. Hmm. Now where are those files? I could have sworn I laid them here. That's strange. I could have sworn I laid them on the desk.
0: Richard, hey, I thought I heard your
1: voice in here. What are you doing here? Didn't you take the day off? Hallie, how are you? I heard all... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm fine. I arrived last night. Hello, I'm Justin Cardamon. Hi. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Uh, Hallie Brooks, this is Justin Cardamon. We used to work together in Boston.
0: Oh, yeah. V- voodoo, right? That's me. Came up for a fall weekend getaway, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, Richard. Richard, those aren't Dermot O'Brien's files you're stashing into your briefcase, <sighs> are they?
1: Hallie, we are just about to head into town to get something to eat. You care to join us?
0: No, thanks anyway. I'm sure you boys will have enough to talk about without me.
1: Well, some other time then, huh? Sure. You and I have some things we should talk about too, Hallie.
0: Yeah, um, look,
2: can we just go ahead and make that next week sometime? I've got my hands full with the meeting with the consulate and all that, so this week's real bad.
1: Sure, sure. Whatever's good for you. Just knock on the door. Oh, I'm uh, throwing a dinner party next Saturday. Kind of a housewarming holiday thing. Uh, I hope I can expect you to come. Sure, sounds great. I'd like to finally see the house that George built. Oh god, George Stinson. I forgot. Uh, Come on Justin, let's eat and get back to the house. If I leave him out there alone much longer, I'm gonna have to live in the poor house.
2: I'll have the fisherman's stew also.
0: Okay. Anything to drink?
2: Uh, coffee.
0: All right. I'll be right back with your coffee, then.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So, Richie, what's going on with Dr.
1: Brooks? With Allie? Yeah, you had some things to talk about? Oh, oh, um, she just returned from a field expedition to a, a graveyard in Cape Tormentine, Nova Scotia. It was reported to be haunted, and it actually turned out to be the caretaker. Genius. He apparently went wild and killed two graduate students and a field researcher. Oh God. He seriously wounded another and then almost got Hallie before he was stopped. <laughs> She's supposed to come in for a standard session. Oh well, I thought there might have been something between you two. Hallie? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 no. no, no. <sighs> <sighs> I don't think it would be possible anyway. It's uh, much too soon. I I don't think well, I could. I imagine, Richard, it'll be a long time before you get over Elizabeth anyway. It helps being away from the city. I miss people mostly. You know, seeing friends. Mm-hmm. The memories are just too painful there. I needed a fresh start. And I do like it here. I mean, living by the ocean is just great. Yeah, the town is really nice. And there's always something about a small town. yeah. yeah. But do you still think of it? All the time. Oh, well, I have my work, though, to take my mind off of it. Well, maybe
0: you're working too hard,
1: Richard. You look all worn out. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why the sanitarium seems so strange.
0: Here we are. Two cups of the best
2: coffee in uh, thank crystal.
1: Oh. You. Thank you. Look, Justin, I, I know what you're getting at. I mean, who's the psychiatrist here, after all? That's, I'm just tense because of the move. Yeah. You'll see what I mean about the sanitarium. Too. I must admit, you do have my curiosity. Oh, well, that's good. It's like the movers have left. I'm gonna get the damage report. Hello, Mr. Simpson.
0: I'm sorry we took so long. I hope everything is going along smoothly. Hello, Doctor. I'm glad you're here. Something's come up. I knew it.
1: <laughs> well, what is it this time? We've replaced the roof, the plumbing, the wiring. What's left? It's the
0: uh, basement, Doctor. Isn't this where I came in? It's not the basement itself, it, it's, well, you just better come see. You said they got the Really?
2: Plumbings, fixed
1: different parts of the bathroom. Relax, Richard. Gee, will you quit grabbing about your budget? Just wait till you buy a house. This way. Maybe it's nothing broken. They probably just dug up a body or something. Yeah.
0: Good Lord. This is just how we found it, Doctor. We were taking out these bricks to reseal the wall, and, and we found it. I was just joking. I didn't think that it would... It's a baby. My God. It's a newborn. It's very old. Completely decayed. There were always rumors when I was growing up. <sighs> ghost stories about the old heaven place. We told them around the campfires to scare the little ones. Never thought they were true, though. Looks like there's another wall behind here. They said it happened just after the turn of the century. Jed Hammond was a mason from down on the Cape. He came up here and farmed this land. Lived with his wife and daughter, Elsie. Zeb was a fiercely religious, hard man, a church elder. The story said that Elsie fell in love. Some say it was the farmhand... Some say a sailor what came in on, on one of the Haywood ships. Elsie was supposed to have gotten in the family way. Zeb was enraged. He ran the boy off and, and hid the girl from the town. Kept her at home all the time she was showing. They said that when the child was born, Zeb took the child before they could even slap it and, and started to build this wall. His wife and daughter, and that baby wailing away the whole time he did it. Oh. He said he was a religious man? I guess Elsie cracked after that. One day, when her father was out in the fields, she killed her mother, strangled her in the kitchen. When when Zeb came back in the house, she tried to get him, too, stabbing at him with the same same trowel he, he used to break the babe in, in, in this wall. He had her set off to the... State Hospital, this was this was back when the Hayward house was still lived in by the family. Some say she died there by her own hand. The ghost story says she escaped and lurked around the house here, waiting to avenge her child's death. My pa said he saw old Zeb in town once in a while before he passed on. He said that Zeb walked with a limp where Elsie had stabbed his leg. No one's lived here except for some summer renters since then. I guess your realtor didn't mention anything about that, huh, Richard? No.
1: Have you called Sheriff Trumbull, Mr. Stinson? Yes,
0: sir. He said he'd be here just as soon as he could. Well, let's
1: not touch anything
0: until he gets here.
1: Would you mind waiting until then? I'm sure he'll want to talk to you. Oh, yeah, but but
0: I, I think the boys and I would prefer to wait upstairs... You fellas might be used to this spooky stuff from the hospital, but we... we we'll all go upstairs, Mr. Stinson. Geez, you just can't seem to get away from the ghost, my friend.
1: Just lucky, I Watch guess.
2: And to think, I was looking forward to a quiet visit with my old friend. Some sleepy little town, Richard.
1: Well, I'll take you on the rounds with me tomorrow. That way you get to see the wards. Maybe I can arrange a tour of the mansion, too. There's this old groundskeeper, Chester. He's been there since the Haywards. (laughs) You'll get a kick out of him. I don't know how many more kicks I can take. I think I'm gonna turn in. Yeah, we'll get the rest of the unpacking done this weekend. I'm sorry, we? Well, I let you off the hook tonight so you could read those files. (laughs) Don't think you'll have an excuse tomorrow. I think everything's set up in the guest room. If you need anything, don't call me because I don't know what box has what. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. Good night, Justin. Good night. Justin, wake up. I'm coming. What do you want? What Shh, you don't sh- 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 get me up sh- 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 like? listen, listen. What? I don't hear anything. I think it's coming from the
2: basement. Oh, come on, Richard. It's too late. Don't care. I'm me.
1: serious, Justin. Now listen. Shh. There, did you hear it that? Time? Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. Okay, follow um, me. into the commons. Yeah, shut up. Right. Okay. Wait a minute, I think I see something in the corner there. Wait, wait. Over there. Hey, quick hand me that shovel. There, Richard, do you see its eyes? Right
2: there. Oh, hey, dear, Richard. get it! goes. it my oh, My Richard! Friend. Richard! Richard. Richard, it's a raccoon.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's
1: safe to say you didn't miss your calling, Richard. You really keep it cool. You ever think about field work? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I must have come through that window. Workman must have left it open. All right. Well, can I limp back to bed now? Yeah. All right. Sorry. screaming from, from below. It's the basement. basement. Yes, yes. Something's down there. What are you doing? No,
0: just... you. Someone, so... no, just...
1: Can't you hear me? I, mean? I said, what are you doing? It, it, it. No! No! no. Stop, stop, it. It. stop it! Can't you hear me? I said, stop, stop it! it. Stop it. This is my house now, my home. home. Get out!
0: Get out of here! No. No. no! 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 Richard! Hey, Richard! Wake up, Richard! You're lying here in the mud. Wake up, Richard! Richard! No.
1: Oh. Where am I? The basement. Jesus, you look like hell. You got blood from that raccoon all over your
2: face.
0: Well,
1: oh. oh, I guess I do. I must have sleepwalked down here. I was dreaming about the baby. H- has this ever happened before? No, never. At least, not that I'm aware of.
2: Look, Richard, I really think you're pushing it. You're working twice as hard as you should. The stress of the move and the discovery of the baby's skeleton, and you still haven't dealt with Elizabeth's death. Maybe you need to
1: just take. A Maybe break. you need to back off. Look, I'm just trying to help. And then help me up. All right. <sighs> Justin, I'm fine. I know you're concerned, and I thank you for that. But I'm all right. I just never had that intense of a dream before. Uh, I'll get a breather this weekend, okay? Okay, buddy. Come on, let's go get you cleaned up.
0: You got to go to work.
1: Just hold still for a second, Dermot. I have to draw this blood sample. Yeah, sure, Doc. As I was saying, Mr. Cardaman. Call me Justin. Oh, right. Uh, the cult reflected many of the ritual patterns you outlined in your 1989 research report. The green paper? Hold this and raise your arm. Oh, right, that's the one. Similar in almost every way. I remember the priest's face was painted in the black and white death face. Well, that could mean anything. It's it's hard to identify the ceremony from what you've told me so far. You sure
2: you can't remember any more? No. No, I can't.
1: Well, let's not push it. Breathe deeply, Dermot. Uh-huh. And again. Well, I suppose if you gave your consent, I could ask Justin to attend a session when I hypnotize you. That might help you remember something.
0: Well, that would be all right with me.
1: It's not a bad idea if Atwater can get beyond the blackout caused by the brainwashing. Okay, Dermot. That'll do it. You can put your shirt back on. How's it look, Doc? Well, on the whole, I'd say it looks pretty good. But I want to analyze this blood sample before I say anything else. Dr. McLeod is at a seminar in Cambridge this week, so I've got to run the blood test myself. You think you can keep busy for a while, Justin? Sure. I just need to make a few phone calls. Can I use your office? Oh, sure. I'll be in the lab if you need me for anything. Uh, orderly, we're finished in here. I'll let you know the results of those blood tests when I see you next week. Okay, darling? Okay, Doc. Good afternoon, Doctor.
2: Oh, hello, Dr. Chandler. At water. Is anything wrong, Dr. Hoffman? Oh, no, dear boy. Nothing is wrong. Come in, come in.
1: Well, what's the matter, then? I'm actually in the middle of some work. If I could... Ah, Please, sit down, Richard.
0: Richard, how are you, um, adjusting to the routine around here?
1: Oh, Well, I'd I'd say I'm finding my way around well enough. Yes, yes, of course you are. Do you feel comfortable with your casework, Doctor? I feel like I'm making good progress on many of my cases. Mm -hmm. I've made some
2: real breakthroughs in certain places. Yes, I'm aware of your achievements since your arrival, my boy. What we are concerned with here is you. I've been looking over your schedule of appointments, and it is, well, quite frankly, it is overbearing. Over... Oh, I disagree, doctor. I can manage... I have no doubt in that, Richard. But we want our staff to be happy and comfortable in their assignments. You are working too hard, my boy. The signs of the stress are quite apparent. I would just like to lessen your caseload before the strain takes its toll. I've decided to reassign some of your cases to other staff members. Just two to take some of the pressure off. See. Which cases have you decided on? The Walters case will be added to Doctor Fox's round, and Doctor Chandler here will assume the O'Brien case. O'Brien. Oh, I, I feel that might be a terrible mistake,
1: Dr. Hauptman. He's made some very significant advances, and switching him around at this point will most likely cause a regression of some sort. I'm
0: aware of that, Richard, but uh, with your obligation to work with the field researchers, yes. the added burden of treating violent patients like Walters and O'Brien is...
1: I still feel that I should stay with O'Brien as a, as a former field... Mr. Researcher.
2: O'Brien is no longer a member of the Foundation staff. He is an inmate of this facility. A very unstable patient. Dr. Chandler has more time to devote to his treatment than do you. I would not like to see you neglect your other duties, because you have been charged with the care of such an individual. But You'll see, Richard, I only have your best interest in mind. Yes. I want you to know that I am your friend, as well as the administrator. I'll keep that in mind. Good. Good day, gentlemen. Good day, doctor.
0: Goodbye, Richard.
2: I'm back, Gordon.
1: Thanks for watching that for me. Is it finished yet? Just finished, actually. There we go. There you are. Thanks. Mm. This this is unimaginable. Gordon, did you watch this the whole time?
0: Yes. You didn't
1: leave it alone at all?
0: No. Is anything all right, Richard?
1: Depends on your definition of all right.
2: Been committed to Hayward Sanitarium, written by Matthew Bocco and David Johnson, directed and produced by Tony Brewer, Richard Fish, and John Weber. Executive producer Tony Brewer, sound design by John Weber, engineering and Foley team led by John Weber and Richard Fish, including Dan McDevitt, Doug Black. Dave Johnson, Tony Brewer, and John Young. Featuring Mike Kelleher, Mike Sherman, Alexandra Aufdeheide, Richard Fish, Mark Shad, Tom Hallecki, David McIntosh, Karen Atkins, Nels Berner, Michelle Gurgian, Cheryl Dameron, Denise Travers, and Mitch Rice. Studio facilities provided by Lodestone Productions and Echo Park. Copyright 1993. Hayward Sanitarium is made possible by grants from Lodestone Productions and Echo Park and the generosity of its cast and crew. Hayward Sanitarium is a last-minute production.